So you know how you know how we starting today. This right. is full oh, fuckery. God we are in full fuckery God. mode. Uh, um, and recording on an off day too, so we giving y'all some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, off man moment. So, uh, several. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me shake this yeah, up. Yeah, shake it out. You might want to take a sip too. It's about to get crazy. So, some of you guys know this. Some of you guys don't. I had the privilege and opportunity to take my black ass to Atlanta uh, um, last week. Um, and I was out there for, uh, part of, you know, my tour. This was like the fourth leg of my tour. And, uh, I guess this is the part of the tour where, you know, you got, you got to ask yourself, bro. Like, are you about this life? Mm. <laughs> That's uh, a real ass question. Yeah. Cause that ass, the shit that happens on tour, that ass, like real, like real shit. You can't make this shit up at all. You you cannot make it up. I'm not talking about performing. I'm talking about getting to the performance, leaving the performance. That that's the, sh- the in between shit is what I'm talking about. When it's not show time yet, the shit that helps you get to the tour, if God willing, spare your life, you get to where you're supposed to get to. So the that's first, facts. yeah. So the first all man really and truly is. When you guys, I mean, when you're traveling, period, you need to always expect the unexpected. Um, I had a major uh, competition that happened on March 19th. Shout out to my dad. My dad celebrated his 66th birthday um, on March 16th. Blessings to that. Facts. Ironically enough, that was also the same day that, and this is the first time that this happened. This is the first time that I rented a vehicle and the car was vandalized. Word. Um. That's never happened to me. Yes, my personal cars have that. That's happened, but a rental car? Nah, that's never happened. That's and I wild. and I feel like it's more like you gotta you gotta you gotta really think about. Well, you gotta tell yourself you might be paying way more bread for this rental car than your own personal car because you got your own insurance. But then with these rental companies, you take out an insurance with them, and then sometimes whatever you took out does not cover what the damages are. 
Just sounds like a scam to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in a situation right now where I'm still waiting to, to get the final quote. And on some real shit, the final quote might be just as much as what I paid for for the car. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm really prepared for that. I don't know if I got to get a lawyer. I don't know what's about what I need to do on my end. But um, I have until April 20th to figure this whole shit out. So I ain't got a lot of time. But the car was vandalized with several other cars that was vandalized on the same strip. I did not know I parked in the hood. I was told that after the cop came. The cop said, yeah, this is very, this is a rough area in Atlanta. I was on... I was on Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard. So whoever's in Atlanta, if you know that boulevard, you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. And it's always fucked up. Why every time it's a black pioneer, it's always a fucked up neighborhood, X. It's always some shit. Malcolm X. Malcolm oh. X Boulevard just be fucked right. up. Just be fucked up in Harlem, in bro. Any, in any a- fucking a- city. In any, any city. Malcolm X Boulevard. <laughs> if you on Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Harriet Tubman. Any of them streets, Frederick it's Dudley. the hood. And your shit getting fucked up. I'm just yeah. letting y'all know that from now. Like, hey, I don't want y'all to... Like, don't right, get it right. twisted. Don't get it twisted. Don't think you on some motherfucking Marcus Garvey Boulevard right. oh. and your shit is, is clean. Garvey. He tried to take niggas back to Africa. <laughs> no, you really the, getting fucked up in that neighborhood. The black people there is not trying to look out for your shit. Um, chill. Anyway, so... <laughs> basically, basically, you know, and me... You know, me me with a New York mentality going to Atlanta, which is not New York in the slightest. I'm going to just let you, it's two different vibrations of cities. I'm going to let you know that. I thought, all right, cool. Let me get a Ford Taurus because it's a cop car. Right. You they thought was, it was doing something. Yeah, they was like, the, the cop told that. me straight up. He did this, and I quote, we, we don't drive those. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. He clipped my shit. He was like, we don't drive those. Um, and the car that he had was like a Range Rover type shit. I was like, oh, y'all driving these shits. I don't, even, I, I don't think I ever saw a cop car that was a Range Rover, bro. I don't think I saw that. Nah. In it's different in Atlanta, bro. So nah. uh, he was like, yeah, uh, that's why the car got broken into. He was like, because of the type of car you have. I was like, oh. He was like, yeah. Because there was other cars in front of me. Was like, there what? anything in the car? Uh, there was a phone charger that they did not take. There was like like two uh, like like small like liquor bottles. But like, no. I thought I thought they was gonna like do other they 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 was looking for money there was no money in there and my phone charger was spared it was right there so um, so now you got a bill for no reason <clears throat> yeah crazy bill too like niggas is talking between three and five that ass I was like fuck <sighs> god damn son god damn so I'd have been like so the insurance that y'all made me buy when I bought the vehicle what was the point what was the point of that they claim they're gonna take some of that. Some Man, of that, yeah. no nigga. I was like, you gotta take the whole fucking yeah. thing. I, I shouldn't be paying for shit. Bro. Yeah, that's why I bought this insurance. Right, that's why you take out a fucking policy. These niggas, son. So yeah, that that. That that's one of my all oh, man. Shout out to my man Jermaine who who came back for me and my friend Rosa. We was out there freezing our ass off, bro. If it, it would have been a long night if I didn't know nobody else to call. It would have been a long, bro. It was mm-hmm. like twenty degrees outside. Bro. It was brick fucking cold, bro. And. When we was walking back to the vehicle, it was like two at night. The streets is lonely. That's and, a fact. And we're in an unknown neighborhood. That's a fact. So sh- shout, shout out to my guy for coming um, back for me. Uh, second all-man moment is, bro, you learn people's true colors when you say, hey, come with me on tour. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. That uh, sounds like something different right there. Yeah, you, 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 you. This is what I'm going to say, because oh, it, it, it could get real crazy on this podcast. When a nigga says, this is what I'm going to say, y- y'all, if y'all haven't learned by now, when we say, 
This is what I'm gonna say. Right. There's a whole slew of shit we can say that especially we're not gonna say. Nigga, especially when a nigga sitting like this. That's a fact. You know with, what I mean? with the hat. <laughs> with the hat. With the hat. It's unfortunate that people will see that you have this amazing, great, beautiful thing going for yourself and they wanna be a part of it. And the way that they insert themselves in it is by blaming you for not um checking up on them when they've made the definitive decision that where you all have originally decided to stay, they no longer want to stay there. They're going to chill with people that um, they want to want to chill with. And I feel like at some point you're now taking the responsibility of where you were going to be at and you're taking it to somebody else. So now in my head, bro, I could be wrong. Let me know if you're going to be chilling with somebody else. <laughs> if you're gonna be chilling with somebody else for the duration of the stay, I'm no longer I, I don't I no longer have to worry about you like that. Even though you know I, I'm one of the I'm one, I'm one, I'm the main reason why you you came out here to begin with, and it basically just got to a point where I was being told I didn't do enough checking up on. I was told I didn't make phone calls. Now I took it as yo, you're a grown ass woman. You're gonna make grown ass woman decisions. I didn't feel like I needed to do that. You was with a whole grown group of people and y'all was doing what y'all was doing because every time as it got closer to the date, you kept switching up information. You kept switching up what you was trying to do, even though everything was set in stone. Last minute, you just hit me with some shit. Right. So how real you want me to be on this podcast, bro? Bro, you can be as real as you need to be, bro. Say that. (laughs) When you you finish, I'm about to, I'm about to flame this shit. Cause I don't, I don't know. Like, and a part of me honestly was feeling bad, you know, because with all the shit that I was going through prior to that, I fucking, you know, went to the poetry slam, something that rarely happens to me. I froze on stage. I felt like a deer caught in the headlights in the middle of my poem. That's and when never, you said that, I was like, oh, shit, bro. It was bro it was bad. I literally felt like I was a comic and I bombed on the joke. Mm. That's how I, 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 I honestly had a Kevin Hart moment. Like, I felt like I bombed on a joke. And I wasn't, like, crying. I was, I was, I was like, yo, did that really happen? Like, that's how I felt. And the host was hyping me up before I got on the stage. And I'm doing the poem. Everything is good. I get to one part, and it's like, it was a blackout. And I was like, it's over. And that, you know, dealing with that, and then leaving, feeling a, a little defeated. Right. Walking to a, a vandalized car. I was like, yo. Two for two, my nigga. This shit crazy. And then the company telling me, yeah, but you're also responsible. Yeah, but you're going to pay for this too. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then to get this parade of, of a text message. And then on top of that, you, you tell me when you're going to leave. You know, you're leaving early. And then I get on my flight to leave and you told me two days before you were leaving and you're on my flight. So wait, they said they left early, but they ain't leave early? No. They was on my flight cursing out white people. I cannot make this up. I I swear to you. And this person doesn't know that I saw them on the flight because where I was seated. So cursing out white people, cursing out white people, saying Saying, and I quote, if you're not a flight attendant or somebody working this plane, shut the fuck up and mind your business. I was like, wow, the plane, mind you, did not even fully land yet. The plane was getting ready to land. 
I can't make this up. I swear on everything I love. Oh, man, moment. Oh, and also, too, man, I'm backed up, bro. I need mad sex, bro. All that shit I went through, bro. I need some, <laughs> I need some ass, nigga. Ladies! I need some ass. <laughs> Thank you I for clarifying. Why you? <laughs> you want me to line something up for you? <laughs> nah, I don't think you gotta do all that. But yo, I need yo. If you for me, if you for the shits, yo. Do we need some? We need the. We need. Do we need the uh, hits? Hit that two zero up again? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, he took it there. We might need to get some <laughs> NDAs. <two> <laughs> I gotta, gotta get the NDAs back. I gotta, I gotta change the date. <laughs> I gotta change and, and the location. Yo, we ain't shit. <laughs> Yo, this, this has been another episode. This is a yeah, facts. About to get canceled right here. Oh, God. So, this is why I'm saying I don't know the individual that uh, you are talking about. So, if anybody hears this episode... And thinks I'm shooting shots I'm not What I'm gonna say is this Number one Motherfucker sounds unhinged Okay <laughs> They always sound angry I don't know What's going on with this individual But they sound angry Okay And number two I'm about to say a true thing I'm about to say a true thing <sighs> Women Yeah that already sounds bad already that already sound bad. He put the wind in the. <laughs> it was a wind that came behind that. Women who think that you are responsible for them, as a grown woman making their own grown woman decisions, Bruh. tend to have romantic feelings for you that they are unwilling to confront. Bro, you, you, bro, you. Calm down, bro, bro, bro. You about to go to another level, dog. Because I don't want to say a real thing, bro. I want to leave it right here. I'm trying to I tell leave you. it alone, dog. I'm trying to tell you. I said I asked you. How real you want me to be with this podcast? You're getting too real now, bro. And this is a common thing. When you don't fuck with me, you want me to act like I don't know who you are when you ready to not know who I am. You walk up in a spot, Ooh. right? There might be a nigga that you fuck with. I come up to give you a hug. You don't even want the hug to be too tight. <sighs> but when you are emotionally invested in me, even though we are not nothing, we just friends and we establish that we are just friends, you start to get an attitude now when I don't treat you like a significant other. Yo. And that's what that sound like. Yo, that sound like Shorty. You said a real thing, bro. God, yo, you really did that, bro. Yeah, it sound bro. like Shorty was on some upset and mad at you time because she wanted you to start treating her and acting towards her like you were responsible for your girlfriend. That's or- how I felt, bro. Damn, I'm glad I didn't say that. That's how I felt. And I was really confused, big bro, because I'm like... This is not that type of trip. That's not even, and this is the first time. And you know, you know, uh, you know, I'm about to say a, another real thing. This is about to sound crazy for a nigga. Like <laughs> we potted today. This is the first time, bro, in a long time. You know me, bro. You know you. You know, bro. You know you know Henry Gray, bro. You know me, bro. This is the first time I've been to Atlanta. I ain't have no sex, and it, and that, and that that's crazy for me. I'm being honest. He just being honest, y'all. And that's some real nigga shit. I ain't even whack off when I was in Atlanta. 
I was so focused on this tour shit. Dead ass. I had a lot on my plate that I had to figure out. And the shit that fucked me up is when, when the car shit happened, bro, I was low-key depressed for hours, bro. Like, I, I, I was in the bed. Of course. Cur- curled in a ball, talking to the, to the company, like, yo, help me. They like, there's nothing we could do. Help me, nigga. We got to make that a drop. Yeah. Help me. Right. Like they, <laughs> but they, 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 it was bad, bro. And, you know, I, I still got to, there's somebody else. So, okay, even though I bombed, which for me, that, that doesn't happen. I was very disappointed in, you know, my set. Other people walked up to me and was like, yo, great poem. Mm. One dude was like, great message. One dude said, you remind me of the kids I work with at work. Mm. For, you to, for you to tap into that side. And I'm not, I don't know if it's like a real story for you now. I said, no, it's not. But I feel like it's important to tell those stories. It's like, it's like a movie. Right, right. You know, you might be the director of a movie that a playwright or, or somebody wrote. You might not agree with what's going on, but yo, it's, <clears throat> it's a story. And I wrote it and I wanted to be, you know, honest and 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 be forthcoming with, you know, this is this is how some people feel in this particular community. And one of them was even saying, yo, if you're not in the top three, they're not judging you off the writing. They're judging you off the performance. And I was like, wow, I appreciate that. I wasn't in the top three, but it, it made me still feel like the message got across, even though I fucked yeah. up. And then I got invited to do a show the next day in Atlanta that I couldn't go to because of the car. Bro, God, thank you because you opened my eyes to a lot in Atlanta. Real shit. I mean, and uh, this might, you have to ride with me a little bit. Okay, okay. Ride with me a little bit. Ride with you, ride with you. Sometimes we have moments that humble us Mm. in order for us to really understand how amazing we really are. And I think that that is kind of what happened. It's like. I know y'all getting out of the soundbite clip. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get that. But nah, I think we all know. If anybody has seen you do your poetry before that is listening to this episode, we all know how amazing and dope you are as a poet. You probably, I mean, if you're consistently at a billion shows, you would be top three (laughs) in New York City, hands down. Right, right. I appreciate that. So I think that in order for you to understand that for yourself, sometimes you have to have, sometimes your superpower has to be taken away for you to realize, oh, shit. My superpower is like up here. Right. Like when I don't have it, right. it, it I realize <laughs> shit. I right. got something amazing and maybe I need to hone it. I mean, I've never seen you bomb anything. Right. So, you know, this is a new experience and I don't know where it came from. Maybe that stress. Maybe, you know, that was super excitement for all of the different things I, going I, yeah, on at one time. It was a part of that. And then also, you know, if, if I'm being honest, the way that I normally rehearse my poems, I did not do that for this one. I dropped the ball on this one. I had so much other shit happening. I didn't dedicate enough time to rehearsing. And what's bad is when I was going to sleep that night in my feelings, I was playing over the poem in my head. I know the poem, but I didn't know the poem well enough to be in the poem. And I think that's mm, the difference. I knew absolutely. it. But I was not in it. I was not really in it. I knew the words. I was not in the poem to help tell the story because I feel like once my or once I or once I open my mouth and I start doing the poem, it's no longer about me. It's about the poem. It's no longer about distinguish the guy. It's about the poem. What are you trying to tell us today? And some of y'all may not know what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about until you see a distinguished uh, poem. So you need to go watch him and, and go, go see the next time he is out here in these streets. Right, I just can't wait to be with these young people on Wednesday. My guy. Let's get it. Um. My arm man is actually a derivative 
You know we potting when I say words like derivative. That's one of my favorite words. <laughs> it's a derivative of a conversation that you started in this motherfucking chat of ours, our pre-production chat. And I'm, I just, I have to. I have to. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to. So, you uh, sent a voice message that was describing an individual that you have been very supportive of. Yo, why are we Over, doing this? I, I told you, bro. Why are we doing this right <laughs> now? It. Yo. That you've been very supportive of. This about to get <laughs> For the last six months to a year. And I know part of you probably was questioning, yo, why X not really, you know what I mean, on that support train with me? <laughs> That's with most niggas, though. This is why. <laughs> okay. This nigga, <laughs> all right. I'm not gonna drop no names. Don't worry. I'm not gonna, dro- I'm not gonna drop no this names. Nigga, so I'm not gonna be distinguished. <laughs> this nigga, since the moment that I've met him, has been the type of individual that he showed himself to be to you. Mm. And so, <clears throat> one aspect of it that I can't fuck with is this idea that I'm up here, and everybody else is down here. And your job in my life is to continue to support me being up here and beyond. And I don't have to do nothing in return. I'm not really your mans. Mm. So I don't feel obligated to be friendly towards you. I'm not really a support or in support. I'm not even really watching and understanding what you're doing. I just want you to use your talents, your resources and everything above to help me get to where I need to get to. Mm. And to me, he also seems like the type of individual that once he gets there, I don't even know who the fuck y'all niggas are. Like, why y'all acting like, I don't owe y'all nothing. And not that anybody owes anybody anything. Right. But if you get to the top, I know that you're reaching down to whoever. Of course. Whoever facts. you know along the way has assisted and helped you Get to the top. Big facts, bro. If I get to the top, the community is getting fed. That's it. That's how I look at it. Brooklyn, we winning. (laughs) (laughs) This individual Mm. does not have that mentality. And because they don't have that mentality is why I can't fuck with them. They have a selfish mentality and they think that things are all surrounding and supposed to be about them. And this isn't just from me. Every person that we have shared a resource with this individual or shared one of our personal resources, they've come back and said, yo, what's up with homie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I got that inbox this morning, that's actually something I never thought about ever. I never. And then it kind of made, it kind of made me now be like, damn, I guess this is the shit that that this nigga X be talking about. That's like, damn, this nigga, he's been telling me this for a minute. I Quiet is kept, right. but I have my reasons. Right. I be peeping things. Right. And like I said, I'm not going to go too much in detail yeah. because I ain't, I'm not, right. we're not trying to start yeah, nothing yeah, on this episode. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is, from the moment I met homie, it's been that type of vibe yeah. of. I just didn't realize how it, it, it's been affecting my friends. Because when my friend told me that today, she was kind of upset. I was like, wow, that Bro. she can't be the only one. Fuck. Actually, I'm being honest. She's not the only one. The first time somebody brought it to me, I let it go. I was like, what are you talking about? This time, there's somebody I know now. She's serious about it. One of, one of my friends 
lent out one of his friends to support homie in, in something that he was doing. Right. The friend came back and was like, yo, is that your man's? And my homie was like, nah, not really. He was like, oh, I, right, yo, homie is mad weird, bro. Homie be doing da 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 da. One of our close friends, he hits us. He hit me up. I'm like, yo, hate that shit. I don't know what's up with, with homie. I don't know why he thinking we cool. I already told him what time it is. But homie weird. And it's like, yo, it's not even about him being weird or not. But for me, it's about this concept and this idea of like, Again, I could treat y'all like y'all down here. Right. But y'all are somehow obligated to make me look like I'm up here. Mm. And then when y'all do something, <clears throat> and this is going, fuck that. I'm going to take it off this nigga. I'm going to bleed it into something else. I don't know how y'all niggas be asking niggas for support. But y'all don't support not a goddamn thing Yo. niggas do. Yo. Son, there be people that get mad when I don't repost their shit. Yeah. But I ain't never seen them repost not one dad has some bow ties clip. You probably never even seen this nigga show up to anything we had. Not a, <clears> not, <throat> not unless a live, live show niggas come to because okay. they know what time it is. Okay, okay. But when we on social media, I got niggas that be like, yo, we can on you, social media every fucking day too. Can you post my song? Can you post my I've this? Tell me that, yeah. Can you post my that? Not one time do I see a bad a dad happen, but but they'll be in the inbox or the DMs talking about. Can I get an interview? Can I get an interview? And yo, that shit was mad funny. So why you ain't like I'm not the type that thinks that you're obligated to do anything. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a look. Like if I'm doing that for you and you're not doing that for me, I'm just gonna put it in the in the checkbox. How you expect me to support you if you're not supporting me and you telling me you think the product is dope? It's one thing if you don't think the product is dope. Right. If I don't fuck with your music, I'm not reposting it. I'm sorry. That's yo, <laughs> yo, my mom was talking to me about some shit like this the other day. I'm not reposting yo. it if I don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm not Even co-signing if it. I just don't like it. Yeah, that's I not don't for me. like it. That don't mean that nobody else ain't got. I and, just don't like it. And that don't mean that the next one won't hit. Right. And I, I, I'll post that one. Right, but this one right here is trash. But you can't be in my inbox talking, wanting to start up a conversation based off of. Something that you seen that we put out there, but you don't want to rep or you haven't reposted it, but then you asking me to repost your shit. Yo. Man, get the fuck up out of here. Nah, you right. But yeah, so sh- shout out to shout out to that person. You know who you are. Definitely got me reevaluating. I mean, really, but before I get into April now, like just got me reevaluating. Do I spend more energy promoting niggas that really and truly don't Either one, promote me, or two, they don't pour into me like how I'll be pouring into them. Like, I'll be pro- I'll be promoting people I never even met, and they be like, yo, niggas that know me my whole life don't promote me the way you do. Niggas ask me, do I get paid to promote niggas? And I tell them, no, I don't. I, I don't get paid to promote nobody. Really, I, I've never taken any money on this podcast. I've never taken no money from nobody to, to repost nothing. Nah, we just do it. We just do it from the love, but I feel like that's what's missing. A lot of y'all think that there's not still genuine people out there that will just do shit just based off of liking it, just based off of human instinct. Like, oh, I like that. I, I'm going to go support that. Everything's transactional uh, in 2022, even love. Yeah, you know, but a lot of y'all don't come from that. And it's unfortunate that that energy of not coming from that, you project it and be like, y'all niggas want something from me. That's why you're doing this for me. Now nah, I'm doing it because I actually give a fuck about you, you know? And 
I'm gonna just say this piece, and then we're just gonna move right along. We got a lot of great topics to talk about. I wish that certain conversations with people that you have, you know, um, good relations with, or you're building a good relation with. I wish that those conversations could be, um, like really time stamped in a way that those people really don't forget what the conversation was about. Some people are having really heartfelt conversations. They remember, they remember the date. They probably might remember how the air tasted that day or what they was wearing, but they really might twist your words up in what you were saying. And then when they're in a dark place, they go back to that conversation that you had and they may feel like they heard something you said that you didn't say, but they want to make themselves feel better about um, being justified and what it, whatever it is that we're having a conversation about. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody at my workplace a while back. And I thought bygones was bygones. We talked it out. I apologized. They seemed forgiving. And the energy is still weird. Mm. And I'm like, you are a type of person where so much fucked up shit has happened to you by men in your own family. It's hard for you to believe when a person is genuinely sorry. Mm. So... That's the gamut a lot of us men is going to unfortunately always run into. Even when women are saying shit like, um, I don't want to be helping raise no man. I want a heal nigga. Then when the heal nigga gets to you, you really not even healed. So what type of heal nigga are you looking for? You're what? not even healed to appreciate and receive. No. And, and, that, and that happens often. Yeah, so that's that, that's that on that. <laughs> Hey, Daddy, when you gonna stop playing? Let's go! Bad bitch, I could be a fantasy. I could tell you got big, deep energy. It ain't too many niggas that can handle me. Okay. But I might let you try it off the Hennessy. Hey, uh. Make them sing to this pussy like a melody. And if your bitch ain't right, I got the remedy. It ain't too many niggas that can handle me. Bad bitch, I could Price be a fantasy. Went up. Tell me how you want it. Oh, Three, two, Yesterday one, and I'm on it. Feel good, don't it? Hood bitch, fuck you in a bunny. I'ma bust it on the pole like honest. Don't you being honest? Pussy juicy, mini made. Can't do it one mini made. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shorty Lotto is out with her debut album. So first and foremost, from the rap game till now. We could all humbly say it's been a long time coming. God fucking damn, Lotto. <laughs> Yo, you been through some shit, girl. Lotto been through some shit where it's, it's, it, it low-key feels like a Megan Thee Stallion situation where it's like the underdog, 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 and then you finally get that record, and it's like, I. but Lotto was a teenager in this shit, heavy, and finding her way, going through different sounds, you know, going... The, the name change? The name change was the biggest thing for her. I know she really didn't want to change that fucking name, but it, it was causing a lot of fucking issues um, with her career, you know, not just her as an individual, with her making money, so... You know, shout out to her for overcoming those obstacles. And I've said this on a podcast. I don't say this a lot, but yeah, like me personally, you feel me? Like, shit, if, you know what I mean? If I ever see Lotto, it's on, nigga. It's on, okay? It's on, ass. I mean, something about her energy, something about how she gets on her records. Triple sevens? Yeah, listen, bro. <laughs> it's a lucky night. Uh, I, think, uh, I think she's dope. And um, I'm very, very, very happy for her. When I first heard this record, I knew this was going all the way. I knew that. I was like, oh, yeah, this, this is it. She got it. She's going all the way. And it yeah. makes sense. Um, My take, listen to the album on. Yeah, I, I got to listen to it some more. 
on Friday. Yeah, I took I took my first listen on Friday. Beautiful. Um, it's about a seven for me. Seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, for debut, a, for not, a debut. Not, not that bad. Not bad for a debut. Yeah. Um, okay. Any 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 like records you feel like is going to be talked about? I don't know. I don't know what's going to be talked about. I know okay. that this Mariah Carey, this Mariah Carey shit remix is going all the way. A big energy is is definitely going to go all the way. That's that's probably going to be her first number one. That's going to be her first number one because yeah, for sure, Mariah Carey is a number one. Person. Yeah, and I know Mariah is going to come on there and skate. Mariah is gonna Mariah is gonna give us some nostalgic shit and then bring it back with some new shit. That's a fact. And for both, and it's dope because both of them are tall women. They both have similar skin complexion, and they both are women that. Have had a rough time in this industry. Mariah didn't have it easy either. I get I get honey vibes from what mm. I think is going to happen on on Big Energy. You think they're going to switch the beat up a little bit or keep it the way it is? I don't know. We're gonna okay. see. We're gonna see. I think maybe. I don't think they'll switch the beat because this is a Mariah type. This beat. is a Mariah beat basically. Yeah, yeah it's a Mariah beat basically. They don't need yeah. to even switch nothing. But right. I definitely know she's gonna come in in a way that's that. Like this is almost equivalent to Meg getting um, Beyonce. Beyonce on uh, yeah, on, yeah on that on that song on Savage Remix. Yeah, yeah. Savage yeah. Remix. So, so so do we predict it's gonna do those type of numbers? It probably won't because Beyonce is obviously Beyonce. But yeah. um, Mariah, I, I I would be shocked if it doesn't hit number one. No, no, no. It has to hit. I mean, bro, it's, her name is Lotto. It gotta hit number one. So uh, songs that stand out to me, Sunshine with Lil okay. Wayne and okay. um, Childish Gambino. Oh, okay. For sure. Okay. Um, and I mean, Wheelie, definitely. Okay. I do like the intros, uh, one and two, part one and two. Um, and that Kodak song does stand out, and there's a lot of controversy behind it. Okay. We're going to talk about that in a second. Let me just play it. Okay. It's called Bust Down. Mm, bust Down, okay. It stands out to me for a reason that probably uh, is going to be interesting to the listeners. Okay. 200 racks on me, brand new AMG, Prada on me and a bust down. I'm getting money, everywhere I go I gotta keep it on me. VVS diamonds on me, baby, feeling like I made it. I like how she got it out the mud without no hand out. This definitely sounds like what's the name though. So the reason why this is interesting to me is because if it was the clearance issue, so a lot of speculation. Lotto did a couple of interviews. She did Joe Budden. Um, she did a couple of other yes. ones. Basically, what you do when you about to release a project, you got to do all these last minute store runs. Yeah, facts. So in one of the interviews, um, she mentioned. I think this was Breakfast Club. Actually, she mentioned how part of the of the game was making her less excited about her first album, and the reason why was because there was a lot of fuck shit happening. And then one of the things that she alluded to was that a male artist was holding up um, her song and her clearance because they didn't get a chance to fuck. And wait, wait, pe- wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> yeah. So she was nah, saying this that. This industry is insane, bro, especially for women. Fuck. She was saying that there's, there was a song that was, was being held up and they weren't getting clearance for because the artist wanted to fuck her. And she wasn't down with it. Um, and so, like, that was one of the things I was bringing Joy out. Now, people looked at the track list 
and narrowed down who they thought it could be. So let's talk about the men on the track list really quick. I'm going to see if I could pull them up real quick. Yikes. Um, Yikes. This might be bad. <laughs> so there's Nardo Wick on here. Okay, don't know who that is. Little Dirk. Oh. Little Wayne and Childish Gambino. Okay, Childish Gambino's out of that picture. 21 Savage. <laughs> oh, boy. And Kodak Black. Now, let's put some clarity behind these names. Okay. People have alluded that 21 Savage and uh, Lotto are in a relationship. I don't oh. know how true that is or not. Okay. But they apparently are on friendly terms. So we oh. could take him out. Okay. Little Dirk has India. He ain't trying right. to holler at nobody. Right. Yeah, clearly. Right. So we could take him out. Right. Nardo Wick, I don't know too don't much know about. Too much so could have been him. Um, but been. we don't know yet. The majority of people felt like it was Kodak. I mean, I, I can't even see Lil Wayne in that predicament at this stage in the game for him. He's nah, out of here. Lil Wayne already got uh, other shit on his plate. Right. Other people he trying to break and right. stuff like that. I don't um, think he got time for all of that. Nah. Um, Kodak, I can see that. And that and, and, and that's bad for this nigga. This, this gremlin nigga is bad for this guy. So his people came out and said, yo, I don't know what Shorty is talking about. Even though she never named him. She never named Here him. Here we go. But his people came out and said, yo, I don't know what Shorty's talking about. It can't be... My man's because um, they so Kodak's people are saying Kodak wanted her to do a swap. Now, for Kodak, he was like me doing a swap for me um, doesn't do anything for me. I'm bigger than her. So me getting a verse from from uh, from Lotto does zero for me. Mm. But what I can say is I wanted her to do a verse for one of my female artists that are coming up. And so okay. if she could do a verse for them. I was going to give her, I was going to charge her less for my verse. And then he was like, but Shorty declined it. And afterwards said she'll take the higher price because she didn't want to do the swap. Now, I don't know. That sounds like a lot of politics. Um, but basically he was saying if she's alluding to that situation, it had nothing to do with trying to fuck. Da, 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 da. Um, what I will say, though, is this song ain't worth Holding up clearance. I was just about you could have just dropped that shit if that was the case. Right. right. If that was the case. This but is not it. Nonetheless, um, like you said earlier, it does bring to light like how crazy it is for women in the industry. And it's women's and history month. It just makes it even worse. I'm just glad that that women are having more of a voice. Me too. To like shit. add more back because we wouldn't have heard of this story or maybe this scenario situation. Until maybe five, ten years later. Yeah. But now that women run the game in, in hip hop. Big facts. Niggas running. is going to tell you right now. Yo, that nigga over there is a weirdo. Not saying that that's Kodak. Because right. I don't know. It, it sounds like this is still up in the air as to who it could have been that held up her clearance. I mean, but, Kevin I mean, Kevin Gates did do some weird shit with Summer Walker the other day in the club. So Oh, niggas, yeah. He was these, all on. These niggas is weirdos, bro. Yeah. It's weird, man. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Lotto. Shout out to Lotto. Uh, I think it was a successful debut for me. Right. I'm looking forward to more music. And yeah, just keep winning, keep grinding, keep shining. And yeah, keep calling out the fuck shit. If I'm being honest, keep keep calling it out. Shit. These niggas got to know. Now I'm about to say a true thing. Oh, man. Here we go. Potting. This is all for Lotto. Like I said, I think it was a successful debut. Right. But y'all ladies don't know. Who the fuck y'all stepping in the ring with when y'all drop some of these releases? Okay. Yeah. 
Y'all are dealing with an energized Nicki Minaj. Yo. <laughs> and a Cardi whose album, entire album, Platinum. from the first song, song which, to the last which is insane. song, Every song is went platinum. We in, a, we in a different, this is a new era of hip-hop, honestly. This is a new era of hip-hop. When y'all make these projects, this is what the fuck y'all got to keep in mind. Y'all can't be dropping these, these little, like, lullaby projects with maybe one or two singles on it. Thinking that the record sounds good. Is it going to hit different, though? Talking about y'all want to be the best. You're not going to be the best putting out that. And then you going up against... Nikki and Cardi. I know it's not a competition. It's I'm not, not a putting. Com- it's not a competition, but bro, it's a competition. It's a competition, bro. So right now, right now, and this is not you know to say whose name first, but right now I'm gonna just go based on who came out first. Right now, the women that's running the game is Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. That's who's running hip hop. That's who's right running now. the game. If anybody got a problem with that, speak to us. And if you and time. if you want to be if you want to be named in that in that group in that class, right. Y'all got to come harder. Right. And all these young new chicks. Oh, yeah, y'all yeah. all got to come harder. Right. No, I'm the, sorry. I, I feel like I feel like getting features is cool, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, we've always talked about. That's how big is great with artists in general, not even women. What that album look like? What, what does the what, album what, look that's like? That's what it's about at the end of the day. What does your book look like? Fuck these singles. Right. They singles you can make a singles. hot single. Yeah. Can your album yeah. go platinum from top to bottom? Can you stand the test of time? Can your album be talked about for as much as Tupac's and Biggie's album? They're not even here. Their album's still being talked about. What y'all not understanding is Nicki made history when she came out. Big facts. Cardi clearly just made Cardi history. Cardi made his again. Lauren Hill made his. What, what, what does your album look like? Y'all are coming out and not even touching history. <laughs> oh, fuck. Y'all not. Soundbite. Like, <laughs> oh, y'all coming out with these projects. And not even attempting. It don't even feel... And, and and this isn't always about the artists because this is about the teams behind oh, yeah. some of these artists who's, who's, too. Who's like... Who's saying, yo, that, that's good to put on the album? Who's saying that? Or who's saying this is going to compete with what Nicki did? Right. Because they're lying to you. And I'm not saying it has to sound like Nicki. Don't get it twisted. No, it's what I'm saying like is, does your first project look like it'll do anything close to what these ladies' two first projects look like? Because when they came out, they changed the game. Now, y'all have ability. It's, it's a little bit harder because it's more saturated. The market's yeah, more yeah, saturated. It's way more saturated, there. Yeah. What I like about what Lotto did is she had a more complete album than a lot of these other new chicks. I think that's... I, honestly speaking, I feel like Lotto is going to surprise a lot of us as she continues to go because... And I'm going to be the first one to say it. People might be upset. Lotto was going to be what Megan Thee Stallion couldn't be. If if Meg don't if, if Meg, if Meg don't, don't come up, out with yeah. a with a, a album, because <laughs> all these other shit I don't know what the fuck those were. I'm sorry, and I love Megan. I'm a hottie. I we just all, bought I just bought virtual tickets to her virtual tour. Oh, I'm a wow. hottie. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Okay. According to the women, I'm a hottie. I asked, they said I'm a hottie. So Damn, right, cool. I'm a hottie. But not one Meg project full makes me feel like damn. This was I, it. I listened to each one of them shits one time. Maybe a second just to make sure I, I heard the bullshit that I heard. <laughs> and that's where we at with it. It's not good. All of y'all new chicks that are trying to take the throne. That And it doesn't mean that you're trying to take the throne and be the number one chick and nobody can touch you. But if you're trying to be in the class 
of Nicki, Cardi, Drake, Lil Baby. Now, let me take that nigga back. <laughs> but Lil Wayne, Kanye, you trying to be these revolutionary ass niggas yeah, yeah, yeah. in hip hop? Yeah. Y'all got to come harder. Got to do more than just singles. And then the same thing to the niggas. Lil oh, Baby, yeah. we know that. The Baby. All y'all niggas got to come harder, too. Albums got to be, you know, Fabio. Everybody shit got to be on point. I mean, Fabio making a lot of noise right yeah, now. Yeah, Fabio might he's, Fabio he's, might do it. Fabio making a lot of fuck. Him and Kanye got a relationship that I don't think these niggas realize is similar to the relationship Kanye was first having with Big Sean. It's that type mm. of party. It's that type of party. Fabio, and he's getting better. It's like, you get... You know an artist is getting better at their own shit when they start doing shit with other people and you can see the progression. From the first album, first, first, from the first Donda to this Donda, Fabio has improved tremendously and he just keeps going up. Yeah, I, I know that project is going to be well put together. It, it sounds like it will be. Yeah. Um, Shout out to everybody just trying to be great. But like my brother was saying, if you're going to be great, you got to know what to bring to the table if you're going to compete to be the greatest. Yeah, stop putting these bull. Now, granted, I'll, let's be fair to Mech. She's clearly having label issues. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ben having label issues. Ben clearly. having label yeah. issues. So maybe in that particular type of situation, right. you're putting out bullshit right. because you don't feel like the label truly supports yeah. you and, and mentally, you don't want to yeah. make these niggas no money. Right. Mentally, you, you're just going through it. Like, you're not putting the right pieces together to actually probably make the records you could have been making. Instead, you're taking beats that probably are dope-ass records and you're putting whatever your immediate feelings are versus, yo... Let me really tap in creatively, but I can't be creative because I'm going through this financial shit with these niggas on the fucking record. Facts. And I don't fuck with these niggas. I don't want them to right. make money off my so name. Fuck it. So, like, I'm going to give them just enough Subpar. to say that it's an album so I could get it off. Right. And so I make more money off my shit when I dip. Right. And I could go do, because that last record she did with uh, Lupa, or what what's the chick's name? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever shorty name is, y'all can correct me in the fucking comments. But. That last fucking song, I fuck with it. Granted, okay. same content, content. Oh yeah, that new record. Yeah, oh yeah, I like that. Oh yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, I like that. So, um, but Meg is is coming out with a documentary. Meg and the Stallion is coming out with a documentary that's going to dig deeper into her relationship that um, she had with her mom, R.P. to her mom who passed away from cancer right before Meg was like literally about to just burst and walk through the door. Um, and it's also going to go dig deep into the situation with her and, you know, the shit, which is, I think the trial is next week, actually. Yeah, the shit with Tory Lanez. That trial is next fucking week. Oh, boy. April 5th is when it starts. Uh, good luck to everybody involved. Somebody's going to jail, though. We said that, but no, that's a fact, though. Somebody's <laughs> definitely going to jail. Listen, if, if Jesse, well, that nigga got off, but somebody's going to jail out of this shit. Yeah, somebody's going to jail. Um, it's going to dig deeper into um, the, the issues that she having with her record label and also just her personal life and how she feels about herself being an artist. So I will be supporting that because we definitely support Megan Thee Stallion over here. Facts. It's Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, yeah, despite how hard we are. But we've been hard on a lot of women artists. We've been hard on artists, period, for the, like, I feel like the last fucking year or so because y'all niggas got to come with it. Yeah, we've been hard on on, on new artists <laughs> On new general. artists in general. I know like, some, sometimes people be like, yo, y'all so hard on Meg. We not hard on Meg. We want Meg to win, but Meg just be doing things that ain't going to let her win. Definitely not going to let her win. Facts. So I don't know who's in her camp, but... um. 
Yeah, I mean, this documentary, I think it's a little too soon. I think it's way too soon. Con, we Yo, we still haven't fully been able to digest Kanye shit. And we talking over 20 fucking years of worth of video. Yeah. And Meg. Meg no, been out for three days. Meg, so. no disrespect. I would say maybe, maybe another two, three years. Maybe. Yeah. Now, now it's too early. I mean. I mean, granted, she has enough that this. She definitely will. There's a lot of content that could be in there. You know what I mean? Shit. But I think. For us to really truly be invested, for me personally, it just is full circle. I need the music to really hit. Music is not hitting the way it needs to. I need whatever project you put out next to really be on some like, oh, like, I think that is going to get the market. Now, granted, there probably are a lot of people that are invested in seeing what she has to say in this documentary. Oh, yeah. I'm not taking that away, but I'm thinking for total impact, complete impact. Right. The music gotta back it up, and it's not, and it's it's not there yet. So, um, definitely looking forward to seeing what all of that looks like. I will say this virtual tour looks kind of fire. Okay, looks like they they know what they're doing with that, and I like the fact that she's one of the first big artists to step into that arena. Right. She's, um. She 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 could she could potentially dominate, and we we spoke about this already with in in line with the metaverse, which we're definitely gonna get to. This is the future. We were talking about this when Versus was out. This is the future of live performance. So I hope y'all getting ready for that. We're going to be at home watching a show that we're going to feel like we're at with them VRs. Trust and believe. That's us. a fact. So It's coming. There's no avoiding it. I mean, you're going to have an option to stay inside or be outside. I feel like most people now, as I think about it, they might want to stay inside. Listen, as... As this is going to become mainstream. <laughs> they might want to stay inside. I'm getting my, my VR set soon. Gonna be probably summertime. Right, right. This is going to be mainstream. Like y'all just gotta, y'all gotta get used to it. Uh, like like the good brother said, we're gonna get to some of this VR magic that's happening. Um, magic or or nightmares, depending on how you look at it. Depending but, on how you look at it, yeah, it could, <laughs> could be a nightmare for a lot of businesses. A lot of businesses. Yeah. Yeah. and and the implications of where all this shit could go. We've we've already pointed we, it we out. We pointed it out. We don't want to go back there, but yeah. but this new city oh, shit yeah. this that we about to talk about could make you go there fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Doja Cat has been having a bit of a week. Yo, she's been having a fucking shitstorm, bro. <laughs> so she went uh I don't even remember where she went to do a concert. Yeah, I don't remember. Either. Overseas. Mm-hmm. Um and apparently there was a storm. Yeah. The storm ended up making it so that she had to cancel the concert. Correct. She stayed at her hotel. Mm-hmm. The hotel address got leaked. And then all the fans of the concert ran to the hotel. I don't, I don't know what period of time all this shit happened. But apparently it was enough time uh, between the, the show getting canceled and she her. Got, she ain't got no rest. <laughs> yeah. The storm and her being there that the fans surrounded her hotel and then got mad at her that she wouldn't come out of the hotel. Um, and started calling her racial slurs. Which was fucked up to me. Wild fucked up. Yeah, it was mad fucked up. Um, damn, is it going to be wrong for me to say that shit kind of feels full circle? Yeah, it is because she definitely was saying shit about black folk. So Even fuck, though she, yes, we know she's black. Even though she's we know half. she's black. Yeah, half. But still, you know, her ignorance in this moment was bliss. And I'm not... Saying that it's justified. Yeah, I'm Obviously not saying not. it's right. Yes, it's Obviously not. Up. It's fucked up. It's disgusting. It's nasty. But this is her karma. It, it, it feels like it. And unfortunately, this is what happens when, you know, shit that's in the dark gets brought up to the light. And unfortunately, you know, this is what Doja has to deal with. 
And now we got new information, you know. Remy Ma doesn't does an interview on Drink Champs, but there's a lot. Yo, that Remy interview, I got a. There's a lot of shit to take away from that shit. That's I haven't all. watched it yet. That Remy, she talked about a lot of shit, bro. To the point you got Foxy Brown saying some wild shit too. I'm like, yo, Remy, you opened up a can of worms. One of the things that leaked out of that interview was they were asking uh, Remy Ma. Well, one of the biggest things is Remy Ma basically said. You know, women don't have to write their own lyrics, which to me is still crazy. It's it's still it's still crazy to me. So. Yeah, I think Remy of all people is still crazy to me. I think that, that there's a duality there. I think that the reality is a woman can still pop in this industry right. without actually being the one responsible for all of her lyrics. However, on the flip side of it, mm-hmm. If we're holding artists accountable, oh, the whole idea man. of hip hop and rap is Especially that lyrics. these are your words, your wordplay, your tongue twisting, mm-hmm. and you're responsible for creating this this piece of art from from top to bottom. So there's the duality of what the reality is. The reality is there are a lot of young women that are just getting BBLs, got a pretty face, mm-hmm. and can sell sex appeal. Right. And somebody's in the background writing the lyrics for them and they're packaging it all together and making them into stars because hip hop has caught on to the idea that women are running the industry at this point. Right. And then there is what we all know should be, which is that for us to really quote unquote respect you in the game, you should be writing your own shit. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think Remy Ma is wrong for for pointing out that that reality exists. That right. yes, that we all we all know and we all seen it. Yeah. Like we've all we all kind of have ideas of what artists are probably not really writing their shit. And yeah, Kanye gets a lot of his stuff written from you know was Consequence, Big Sean, it's a fact. Uh, Kid Cudi, uh, a few a few fucking people actually. Diddy, you know what I mean. A lot of people. Well, Diddy. And when I say Diddy, I mean other people have also written for Diddy as well. Pusha T has written for Kanye. We all know this. Lloyd Banks wrote a lot of Fifty Cent's lyrics for this first album. So, come on, guys. Like, now I do feel like you have to graduate into that class to some extent. Yeah. But and that maybe is where the debate can lie between like new artists that are just coming out with their stuff being written for them uh-huh. versus like a Diddy, who. I mean, we all knew wasn't getting was wasn't writing on his own in the of beginning. Course, but not. when you're on that mogul status, I feel like, or when you kind of already out out the gate are considered a pop star, um, it's a little bit easier because that line gets a little blurred, right? Like if you're singing on the track too, and you have a singer come in to to do that, but then you get a piece from that that turns into a little bit of a rap, it just gets a little convoluted. Um, now the other interesting thing that she said was. That uh, Doja Cat was not a rapper, right? Wow. So I, so I thought, I thought about this, and I feel like Remy's right. There ain't no debate. There's, ain't no debate there's here. No debate, dog. I was, I was listened. I, 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 I only listened to one Doja record before I could come to the general consent. I said, no, she's she's an artist who just likes to play with her voice. She's, she's a not, pop star. She's a pop. She's not a rapper. She is a pop star. I don't even think she's considered herself a rapper. She's a pop star that can rap. That's it, and that and and that that's okay. And that's I don't lot. know why that's an issue. It's a lot of people, Justin Bieber, be rapping sometimes, and that nigga's a pop artist. He's been a pop artist. All of Doja's top ten hits 
are pop records. Not one of them is a straight up gutter gutter rap no. record. No, I haven't heard not one gutter rap record from from Doja. Even even the dumbass record that she put her on a map, I'm a cow, that was circulating on Facebook. That's a fact. That's not even a rap record. That's a fact. So I don't know where the debate is. Yeah, she raps on a, a large majority of her 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 um right. her singles and right. and and her songs, right. but she's not a rapper. That don't make you a rapper. Like it makes you a hip hop influenced pop artist. That right. and that's really what it comes down to. Right. I don't see nothing wrong with with that qualification. That takes nothing away from her. Um. Now it does make me question when she ends up being in R and B categories right. for the Grammys right. or. Things like that because it don't sound like that to me. It sounds like pop, and that sounds like where she should go. But I get the game. She goes into pop. She's competing with niggas that she can't really hold no. down at this moment no. in time. But if you put it in R and B, she's gonna win that category every fucking time. Right. And if it's it's going off of numbers and shit, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Speaking of rap, let's hear this shit real quick. Facts. Overheard this song, I was shooting a movie. I told him to stop the camera to say, no matter what block Atlanta, no city can op Atlanta. Okay. Ever since the South had something to say, nobody could stop Atlanta. They won't top Atlanta. We don't knock Atlanta. We wondering if this was propaganda to get more juice than Tropicana. Overheard. So, wondering if the steps into the chat with Amaretta the Great. That's a fact. <laughs> Um, I don't know what else to say. You said it all. You said the old heads is back. Yeah, the old heads is back. Stop sleeping on the old heads. Uh, that uh, that definitely uh, uh, well, did I knew when this record hit the news in Atlanta? It did hit the news. Uh, she was getting criticized because one of the parts of Atlanta that she was saying was not Atlanta. She was shooting the video in. And they was that was hilarious. That was they was clowning her, but I personally feel like she did that on purpose. That's how I feel. Maybe maybe not. Maybe she didn't look at it that way. But when other people started to jump in on it, it I feel like it wasn't until Luda jumped on it that we starting to see, yo, young artists, y'all gotta be careful. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta really be careful. Y'all gotta chill out. Yeah, your shit could be ended immediately. That's a fact. I don't even think it was a diss record. It was just more like, let me give you some clarity. Yeah, let me clear this shit up, young for y'all. girl, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking. About. You were just born two decades, two seconds ago. Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I gotta yeah. chill. I gotta chill. Luda bodied the record. Shout out to Luda. And again, this also doesn't mean the nigga gotta come out and drop an album. No, it just means yo, shut the fuck up real quick. Let me let me stop you with this movie for a minute, and let me get to this record real. And that's yeah, it. yeah. I think what we're starting to appreciate and learn because hip hop hip hop hasn't been allowed to age until now. Yeah. Like before niggas was out the game at 30 and you never heard from them again. Right. Uh, and, somebody thinks you never will hear from again. Right. And if they <laughs> if they attempted the shit was automatically considered whack. Right. Right. It was it's always been considered a young man sport. Right. Um Nas came out when he was like 14. Nas came out 14, 15, 16, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So and like Nas still out here doing numbers it's a fact (laughs) it's crazy in his 40s so we're finally in an age where we're getting some of the the rappers that are still relevant in their 40s 50s very relevant close to 60s 60s hove right like they're still relevant and we're starting to see how that looks and one of that one of those ways is 
No, we may not be expecting an album right. from a nigga who is in his 40s and 50s, a crypto billionaire right. or whatever the case is. Right. But we can still appreciate a single every now every and then. Every now and again, a nice little funny interview. First of all, one of the people that we really have to big up, and we got to give him his flowers right now. He's not on the list. We got to give this nigga Fat Joe his fucking flowers. This nigga Fat Joe has transformed his brand. Yep. Y- 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 we, how, how do we go from Terror Squad, R.I.P. Big Pun, and then Fat Joe was doing his little uh, uh, situation with, with Khaled when Khaled was coming out with We The Best. Right. And then after that, Fat Joe uh, Fat Joe gave us Remy. Remy. He gave us what? He gave us Remy. And then after that, Fat Joe becomes this next new nigga when he enters the social media era, and he uses it the same way Will Smith uses it. It's a fact. Y'all got to find ways, and some of the old heads are starting to pick it up. Some of the older heads figured out ways to help them reinvent themselves. Ludacris is one of the the prime examples of reinvention. Him and Fabulous. Look, Fab is another example. Fab been rapping forever, and y'all niggas still love Fabulous. Even the young kids, they love, because Fabulous has a swag that will never go out, out, out of style. And there's only a few niggas that could do that. Fat Joe's one of those guys. So salute to you, Fat Joe. Uh, we appreciate what you've done for the game. So here's your flowers, man. Dads and both times, man. Facts. More flowers. Shout out to J. Cole. He oh, won album shit. of the year by iHeartRadio. So shout out to that. Ain't really much more to Ain't say. Ain't not much to say. J. Cole had an amazing year when he dropped that. The fu- Listen, the off season, man. It's real. So we have this quote from Jason O. Wilson. Yes. A man has to walk on eggshells to keep peace will eventually become skilled at it. So it's a man. Sorry, let me say that again. Let me read that over just in case it's become a clip. (laughs) A man who has to walk on eggshells to keep peace will eventually become so skilled at it that he makes no sound in life. I thought this shit was super powerful. Me too. He always be saying some shit. Sometimes I got to stay off his face. I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to cry right now, but I'm having a great day. And I had to reflect a little bit, and I realized that I found myself doing that often. Oh, oh wow. Like, oh. I had to ask, like, where, especially in 2022, where are the spaces, besides being around other men, where men can walk proudly, loudly, and boldly? I don't know many spaces. You can't do that in the workplace. No. Right? Especially as a black man. We're talking about black men. We yeah. I can't I can't speak for the translucent. Right. But as a black man, if I'm too aggressive or quote unquote, like if I'm too loud, I'm going to be considered aggressive. Right? And if I'm too chill, I don't take this shit serious enough. Right. If I am in a relationship and I express myself when I'm upset, that can be deemed a certain type of way. If I pursue too aggressively, that can be deemed a certain type of way. Right. If I don't say thank you enough, if I don't open doors, if I don't say good morning, he's mean. He's he, always angry. He's not really into me. But on the flip side of it, if I do it too much and you're not really ready to reciprocate that, he's stalking me. He's inappropriately trying to seduce me. He's doing too much. And so, like, he's too friendly. I realize that for me, I really do walk on eggshells. Like I don't, wow. I don't feel like I loudly express myself. I, I feel like I quietly express myself. 
And I had a conversation with a young lady and she is kind of basically like, I know there's more there. So I want you to loudly express yourself. And I'm the one that's hesitant. Like, I don't know if you can handle that. So I don't, I don't want to step into that realm because the other aspect of it, and I think this is where I personally need to take accountability. When you loudly express yourself, you're standing on a ledge that if you are contrary to the people that you're expressing yourself to, you have to then take accountability for that. You have to then be able to say like, yo, I'm standing on this ledge and this is who I think I am or this is what I believe. And if it's counter to you, I have to defend that or I have to say, well, because I'm standing here and you standing there, we have to part ways. There's no way to mend or be like, oh, okay, well, I can see your perspective. It's no, I'm standing here and you're standing there. So what what are we doing? That's Mm, it. Wow. And so I think that for me, that's why I find myself, quote unquote, uh, walking through eggshells. Damn, that's. uh. Never heard you talk like that. Shit is giving me chills. Been doing a lot of uh, reflection lately. Wow. <laughs> so, um, now we have on here as well. So there was that that meme that's going around with a with a woman is saying that he didn't compliment uh, a dude. She went on a date with yeah, a dude, and yeah. the dude didn't compliment her. Right. The whole night, he did everything else. Right. But he didn't compliment her. Right. So, I don't know. The question we have really is, you know, women, are y'all going on dates to 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 seek compliments? I mean, I'm pretty sure leading up to the date, even before the dude asked you out on a date, I'm pretty sure we was complimenting you. I'm pretty sure that's what we was doing. A lot of women tore her ass up, too, by the way. Oh, I, I didn't even get to the comment section. Yeah, the comments, a lot of the women were like, like... So you mean to tell me he did everything right, but he didn't boost your ego, and that's why you upset? That's why you on the internet? So I respected that, but um, because this is a reality, though. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, have you ever dealt with that? I have. <laughs> and we different, nigga. I don't know, bro. And if I have, she never said nothing. She never. Look, first of all, I know in my mind when I'm on date mode. I'm assuming we both want to look good for each other. I'm not just going to get this haircut, wear this fly outfit for That's me. That's a fact. Doing this for you as well. Obviously, I want to smell my best, look my best, be my best. That's a fact. Talk my best. Fendi. And, right. And present the best. So even the way that I'm opening the door, you know, like I've learned certain shit about me that I just like because I like to know that outside of the date, we're having a good time and I want to let know from the actions that i'm doing i really care about you when i'm on dates i always sit on the outside my back is always towards the door the women is always on the inside she's always sitting on the softest part of whatever the table looks like whether it's a cushion couch boot i'm always on a hard ass chair most of y'all niggas don't do that because y'all niggas don't know that but you know big bro x and distinguish is here to put y'all niggas on the game you know you know what it is tell me uh number two um when it comes to uh being on a date it's very rare I'm not on my phone like that. Nah. If, if I'm on my phone, it's a quick t- and then that's it. The phone Are we is- breaking it down for niggas yeah, again? Yeah, yeah. The phone, the phone, the phone is out of here. It's not. It's not happening. And and I'm watching if you on your phone. That that's a. I'm definitely. I might not say much, but I'm definitely. I'm I'm being observant. That signals okay? something to me. Definitely does signal something. And then another thing is me on a date. My eye contact is impeccable. I'm looking you dead in your face. 
I'm not looking away. I'm not, there's a thought I'm trying to find in the cloud behind your earlobe. Now nah, I'm looking dead at you. I'm intently listening to what you're saying. A lot of people go on dates for the wrong reasons. Facts. And that's. Y'all dating for free food? The fuck we out of here with that bullshit. And it's because they don't know how to date. But that's what the fuck I'm getting at, bro. So we, These niggas don't know how to date. Nobody is it like, no, yeah, yeah, I think I forgot. Or maybe on I, both sides. Let me, yeah. let me remind y'all. You go on a date to work out and find out compatibility. Facts. You're looking to see. A date is an actual, it's a dating workshop. It's right. Workshop. You're looking to see how compatible you are with that individual that you wanted to go on a date for. And this is where we kind of get it fucked up. And we've all been guilty of this. Yeah. Right. Of course, you want to present your best. You want to bring your best foot forward. Right. But you also want to bring your authentic self to the date. Oh. Where the problem is, is a lot of us are not bringing our authentic selves to the date. Talk about you were really a ratchet chick, shorty. Right. And you trying to act sane at this table. And no. you trying to act like you not. I want to. You, you, you really want to curse out the waiter for coming out 15 minutes late with the food. Right. But you don't want to seem like you're not that type of person. Show me. Right. So I can make an informed right. decision, decision after this date. Of, oh, I think that's just sexy or nah, that ain't for me. Right. That's not for me. Thank you. God bless you. Have a blessed night. You really broke. Oh, oh, oh my fuck. man's you really broke. Ah. <laughs> but you try to take it to a five star, bro. You didn't even save up enough paychecks for that, bro. You should have <laughs> left it alone. So now the bill come out to five G's <laughs> and you a couple G's short. Right. You like you, you about you about. About 4000 in the hole right now. You only got a G out, dog. So you try to put it on your credit card. And the credit card declining. Because <laughs> you forgot to pay that bill last week. And now that's your first and last date. Bro, she's going to say, don't worry about it. I got it. She re- What she's really saying is, now she got to go with her savings. <laughs> she got to go with her savings account for her daughter. <laughs> because you- Fact. Nigga, this is fucked up. <laughs> Yo, this just went left so bad. Oh God. We talk, but this but is some the, real shit though. This the real shit, no, y'all. No, no, this is some real shit. You broke. Stop doing that. It's not healthy, bro. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing that. Go on a date where you could be authentically you, right. where you could make the jokes you want to make. Right. You could show up as the person you want to show up as. Yeah. Again, bring your best self, but bring your real self. You be leaving the real nigga at the at home. And the reality, too, is if you see how she's flexing on the gram before you ask her for And the you date, still go. Oh, man. Bro. This nigga you talking. Just, bro, you, bro, you got to know what you're doing. Because everybody is going to like a bad chick on the gram. That don't mean that when you meet with that bad chick, you're going to be able to afford her habits. Thank you, bro. I sent You're a not picture. Be able to afford them habits, dogs. I sent a picture of a, a starlet to one of one of my homeboys yeah. um the other day, and I was like, "Yo, she's definitely the baddest starlet." And he was like, "Yo, she looks expensive." And I said, "Yo, you right? <laughs> like, yeah, I would never shoot my shot because I see what type of lifestyle she going for, bro. There's so that ain't for me, bro. There's so many chicks that I be looking at on the gram. You look like a bill." Bro, and in my mind, I'd be like, fuck. But it's kind of bad, though. Damn, we about to, I'm about to say a real thing. <laughs> this, this episode is going to be crazy. We just be looking at these bad chicks and be like, damn, man, that chick look mad good. And 
when I say this, this might sound petty, but it's the truth. We look at these girls like, yo, she look mad good, fat ass, nice face, always posting. And then the reality is this. You are also thinking about, all right, so how do I afford to take this girl out? Mm. Yeah, I, I like her. Like, I, shit, possibly maybe after a few dates, maybe we could maybe start to really date and get to know each the first thing I got to figure out is how much is this first date going to cost? That is the rights to passage to understanding and at least getting a sit down with her. Because I'm not going to be able to do that unless my pockets is right. Well, my homegirl always says this saying. It's crazy, bro. And if this shit goes viral, uh, shout out to Saika because I want her to get her credit. Hey. Um, but Saika says men will only treat you about a step or two above what you actually treat yourself. And what that means is She snapped She did snap She she snapped that out What that means is How you present yourself on an everyday basis How you dress How you upkeep yourself How you quote unquote You may do your makeup But you might be natural But just how you represent yourself Whether it's at a high status of upkeep Or not A man is going to look at that and then treat you about a couple of notches more. They're going to try and show you a little bit more than what you already do for yourself. Because that's how society kind of grooms men as, as quote-unquote providers, right? Like, we're going to try and show you that we can elevate your life in the provider category. Now, I'm not saying that this is a rule of thumb across da 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 Y'all niggas ain't doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but what I am saying Damn. is if we're applying that type of rule... And you are presenting yourself, whether it's on social media or in real life, a certain type of way. I do feel like there is some merit to a guy is going to look at that and say, either A, I could keep up with that. B, I could show her better. Or C, nah, I got to leave that alone. Now, some niggas let their ego get in in the middle of shit and be like, I can't keep up with that, but... You know what I mean? I'm going to still try and uh, show her, like, my lifestyle, and she's going to fall in love with my lifestyle. Sometimes that works. Sometimes. Sometimes it don't. Sometimes she's booking her own flight to the same place you couldn't book. If she's wearing an AP, <laughs> talking about I'm outside in the AMG, and then in the video the AMG pulls up. Right. We spoke about it before, and niggas got tight, but... Dogs, if if you not doing that, her Leave lifestyle her. is different. Leave her alone, bro. Leave that alone. Please. You're going to get your feelings hurt. Please. Just you are. Leave it alone, bro. Doesn't mean that she's out of your league. No such thing as out of your league. If she's a personal trainer <laughs> and she has a sponsorship with one of these top brands that's selling some type of uh, uh, um, weight band or... Tees. Right. Tees. And you see that she has literally 58,000 followers. And every time she posts is 5,000 and better. Leave her alone. If you can't handle that. Because outside of the money, a lot of y'all niggas can't handle the attention these chicks is, is getting either. And we just being honest. That's I feel like niggas cannot handle the level of attention because these niggas want to be the niggas that can actually move that attention to another level. That's just real shit. And here's the secret to it, because we like to offer solutions with the problem. Of course. In some instances, 
in some. Not all. You have to be become the man that you want to be to said individual. If you really want that shorty and you kind of know what it's hitting for, shit. Maybe learn her maybe learn her industry or find a way in the industry that could probably help her better. And then you perfect that on your own. And then you come with your spin on it if that's the type of energy you want. And sometimes, right, you look at a certain type of woman and you say, yo, she's doing, like, her lifestyle is separate from mine, but I really want that. And you start to level up. You may level up and you may still not get that particular shorty. But now you've leveled up to where you're comfortable right. uh, a- approaching and trying to attract that type of yeah, shorty. because you might be past that after a while. I mean, me and my nigga had a revelation the other day about somebody. I said, yeah, we passed that nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we out of here with that type of shit. We don't do that shit no more. But. Which is, which is crazy. That's what happens, though. And that's the secret. Because instead of you feeling insecure, because that's what ends up happening with yeah. a lot of men who shoot at women that right. they think are, quote unquote, out of the league. When or they really just. Or really are in a different space lifestyle wise. Right. You shoot at them. You know your lifestyle don't match. Yeah. And then as soon as a nigga that throws a little money in the club that she works at comes through, now you and her are in an argument for two hours. Shit ain't going to work out. So instead work. of that, level yourself up to where you want to, where you feel like you can quote-unquote, compete with these other niggas or where you feel comfortable, that's the real key right there, where you feel comfortable in a space where you're like, yeah, I could shoot at a, a shorty with an AP because I got my own AP. Right. I got three. Right. So that ain't nothing to me. Like, I feel comfortable. When you feel comfortable, we talking something different. So that's the solution there. That's, that's one of the gems. What we got next? That's a fact, bro. Listen, at the end of the day, I just want fellas to realize that, yo, the money don't make you, but if she's making a substantial amount of money, leave that girl alone, all right? Leave her alone. And you not. Yeah. Right, if you yeah. not, yes. If she's used to a certain lifestyle, right. That that's really what it is. She's used to a certain lifestyle. Right. Speaking about certain lifestyle, this is some shit I don't think niggas is getting used to. Uh we got uh uh people from the 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 good uh I don't know if it, I don't know if it's CDC or Planned Parenthood, one of these companies is making birth control pills that are gonna be dropping very soon within a couple of weeks. And my whole take on it is... I think it's a year away. They're doing, they doing human trials. Oh, in yeah, a human weeks. trials now. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got to understand that if that nigga was going raw before, what make you think he going to stop going raw because the pills is out? First of all, I feel like the companies that's behind these pills, they're going to lose a lot of money. Because niggas is not buying them pills, bro. I'm not buying them pills. <laughs> I'm being honest. Uh, I'm not buying them I mean, pills. I think it all depends. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen when they first come out, so... Apparently, from, it, from is the black community buying those pills? Probably not, because everybody is going to be on they they trying to suppress, you know, I, black not, babies. I'm, I'm not even on that type of time. I just I, I'm used to going raw a certain way. I mean it, that. So if you used to going raw, right. these shits might be for you. No, no. I'm <laughs> just saying, like I'm used to going raw, not really having issues. I'm well, not saying my pullout game is the best, but uh, okay. I mean, if you want to keep playing, uh. <laughs> Lotto, Lotto's oh, album in the background. Big, big energy. <laughs> big, big energy. Big dick energy. <laughs> like, if you want to play that game, I, I, right. I ain't say less. But, well, I, so the pill is supposed to lower testosterone and go after a particular protein, I think. And that stops you from um, impregnating somebody. Now, that's the part that I need to see what happens with, right? Because lowering imagine, testosterone can mean a lot of different imagine things. Imagine a nigga fuck his whole dick up behind a pill. 
bro. It's, it's no coming back. Well, you that. might start getting some titties, some man boobs. All right, bro. We going to another. <laughs> you might start developing man boobs because your testosterone is too low. I don't want. It's that. a real thing. I don't want that. So I don't. I want now. Granted, it said that there hasn't been any um, negative feedback um, from the test pills so far, but that was in mice. So uh, we'd like to see. I'm speaking for me and I guess a lot of other brothers. Nigga said we'd like to see. <laughs> we would like to see what that means in regards to humans. And right. what does that lower testosterone indicate? Like, is it just barely low enough? Like, it doesn't impact anything else? That's what they're claiming is not going to impact stuff. Okay. But we got to see that. Yeah. Um. So I do feel like maybe in the first couple of years, people ain't going to buy that shit. Nah. Now, what I will I will add to this is if women have been doing it for God knows, and that really be fucking their shit up. I mean, yeah. Fucking up periods. Fucking up uterus, all type of shit. You know, a lot bad. of different shit can happen from bad. having the wrong um, birth control. And having too much of it, too, at right. a certain time. Like, And there's all type of forms of birth control, not just pills, but the IUDs and... You know what I mean? Shit's in the arms. Like It'd be a lot. If a man can ha- be on birth control and it's a less of an impact than the woman being on birth control and there's been an agreement that somebody should go on birth control, I do feel like the man should do it now in, this, this, in this case. Now. now, this is just my own ignorance. <laughs> okay. I, I can't see myself taking this pill and then still putting on condoms. Nah, what's, I mean. Just being honest. I don't know. I mean, that's me. That's, you know what I mean? I, I did say that. And supposedly, like, immediately after you get off it, like, your sperm count is back to normal. Nah, nigga. I, nah, but nigga, I'm taking, I'm going to keep taking the pills. The fuck? I'm not, I'm not using condoms ever now. Ever. So, and I don't. I love, and, and I love a particular brand of condom, but now you're telling me to take a pill? Nigga, the, the, nigga, the pill is the condom. Now what? If, well, you if, just got to make sure that you are, are being sexually safe with your partner. Right. And you uh, both get tested regularly. Right. <laughs> Right, we gotta turn this into a PSA. They can clean it up, <laughs> but nah, I'm, nah. I'm with you. It's one or the other. I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna be buying pills, and the pills is probably gonna be a bit more expensive than the condoms. If if we're being honest, I'm gonna be buying the pills, and bruh, there's plenty I, of women that I was having sex with raw because they was on the pill or they had the shit in their arm. Bruh. I just hope that the nothing shit is happened, safe. No disease, no nothing. We got tested. Everything was great. I just hope that these pills actually are safe and work because then it does mean like our women can kind of stop being on that shit that be fucking their whole cycles and everything else up. I do feel like, again, if this is a safer alternative, yeah, if, if the women is, it makes more yeah. sense. If, 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 if men could take it and women could stop taking that shit and nothing really happens to us, I, yo, come off of that plan B. That's a yo. And take this plan dick. <laughs> come here. In your face. Come here. <laughs> Woo! So leave it to Black Twitter, yo. Uh, as always, as always, uh, to bring up like the most fucking out of the blue conversation and make it mainstream. Yeah. Um. So our soon-to-be Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown, is it Brown or Jackson? No, it's Jackson, right? Katanji Jackson. I think it's Brown. If I'm being honest, I mean, I Hold think I, I think I Loki wanted to be Brown because she's black. <laughs> So, Hold on, we gonna, we gonna fact check that real quick Jackson, I mean We like Jackson, cause we like Michael Jackson <laughs> I mean, either or Oh, well, it's it's both, Katanji Brown Jackson 
I'm gonna stick with Brown. <laughs> I'm, gonna stick, um, I'm gonna stick with her maiden name. <laughs> so as we know, she has been um getting questioned by Congress because mm-hmm. this is the process yeah, this- in order for a Supreme Court to get on on the um on the bench. Yeah, and this is what this this is the same thing they did to um uh Kavanaugh, yes, Amy uh, Soto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got to go. Through. Everybody got to go through the the, the ringer, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel is, like she went through it the worst. She's so going far. through it terribly. Like they're asking her dumb. Like they're making themselves look really stupid, and they're making Congress look really stupid with some of the things making, that they're bringing making up. a lot of themselves look like racist as fuck too. Like, oh, well, we yeah. knew y'all was racist. Yeah, we already that. knew that, so ain't nothing new there. Um, however, black people, <laughs> Twitter. Decides to go the other route. Right. And I mean, I this might be a good point. I think it is a good point. There's some validity there. But uh, Black Twitter has pointed out that a lot of the black women that have been getting highlighted for these high positions, mm-hmm. uh, i.e. vice presidency, mm-hmm. uh, i.e. Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. all have white husbands. All have white husbands. And so the question was brought up. I don't think it's ironic, though. Is it intentionally being done that these black women are being empowered, the ones that have white husbands? I mean, Michelle Obama doesn't have a white husband. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's intentional. <laughs> I don't. Gotta, I won't say that. I won't go that far. Got to draw the line in the sand. And. If we're saying black Twitter, yo, let's be honest. It's really black women. Black women are saying this shit. Black men, I don't think they give a fuck. We try to stay out of that shit. We really do. We just we mind our fucking business, bro. After we leave the bathroom, we wash our hands. We put the toilet seat back down. We out. Yeah, we out. Women is talking about what the fuck. It looked too perfect in this bitch. I, and I guess that's what it looked like. It looks too perfect. It looks like it's almost too good to be true. I think deep down inside... A lot of the black women that are saying this might get killed for this one. A lot of black women that are saying this deep down inside are upset that there's not a lot of black men that support them the same way white counterparts support these black women in these positions. And I, and I think it's outside of positions. It's, it's just in general. Where's the support at, nigga? I will say this, though. Because let's... Uh, damn. <laughs> it's going to be the episode we get canceled. If we get uh, killed, we get killed. It's been a long run. It's been a long um, run. <laughs> I said it so- so when black men get to positions mm-hmm. of authority and or high money, mm-hmm. when, when they become basketball stars, mm-hmm. when Rappers. they become entertainers, uh, actors, yeah. whatever it is, and they, they end up with a white counterpart, mm-hmm. automatic, they get, they get killed, killed. Oh, yeah. immediately. And it's always a question of, you don't love black women. You don't, you don't love black women, da, 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 this, that, and the third, right? What seems to be the pattern to me. Uh-oh. Is in politics, Ooh. a lot of black women partner up with a white husband. But mm. it isn't until, I guess, now that black Twitter is kind of bringing Starting, it. Yeah, they're, they're putting the pieces together. <laughs> that they don't get killed for that. A lot of times, that's actually defended. Yeah. So it yeah. is an interesting dynamic going on here. Yeah. I don't want to say too much. That's women's business. It's regarded on a higher... Pl- I mean... I mean, let's be honest, bro. Niggas is taking somebody possibly in a political seat 
They're taking them more serious than a nigga that's talking about rapping and fucking bitches. If I'm being honest. And <laughs> just to add some some more, uh, some, some fun yeah, to this shit. Yeah. Um <laughs> that look in your face. I mean, can you can you imagine though if if cause what seems to happen a lot uh, or women highlight and bring up in the black community what tends to happen yeah. is a successful black woman partners up with a Jerome. So oh, could you shit. imagine <laughs> Supreme Court justice and she got a nigga nigga as her, as her man? <laughs> They might not want that. They probably don't want that. Probably don't want that. They got you see Jerome walk in, and and them niggas is acting up on on the fucking Congress, and Jerome stand up like, "Yo, my nigga, watch your fucking mouth." Right, right, right. (laughs) And let's be clear: the only the only the only person that can make these appointees because Tommy's not doing that. Right. The only person that can make these appointees is the president. You don't think the president is doing background checks on who the fuck they're dating? Oh, we all seen Scandal. I better. They doing full right. checks on. Don't, all right. Don't you ever get it twisted that these niggas know everything before it gets to yeah, them. They know the soft spots. Right. They know, oh, they're going to attack here. Uh-huh. Da, 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 da. So just be prepared if you are in this predicament one day, black women on Twitter, because you might have a white counterpart and you don't know where your life is going to take a turn. But, but that's where I guess they do have a point, though, is because nice. they are being vetted. It's valid. And, and. They are probably picking these black yeah. women who have white husbands right. because it's easier, quote unquote, to sell that. Right. And, you know, to play devil's advocate, there's probably somebody out there better than her for the position. But because she has this thing going on for her, low key by default, it could mean, yeah, you have all these accolades, but mm, somebody else also has a they have, they got a black husband. They're probably way more qualified on some other shit. We got to go with the safer route that we know. Because this this route never fails. That other route we have we haven't tried that. Black woman and black man, we don't know. Yeah, besides Obama. Oh well, shit. And and Obama is Obama's also a toss up because I just remembered Obama's mother. Obama's mother is definitely white. I don't know, man. I don't know if they really want us blackity black all the fucking way. Because if we had that boy, like you said, it would be Jerome. And fucking Tasha yeah, tell, from Power, nigga. Telling these niggas, watch they right. fucking mouth. Watch your mouth. Because I'm Michelle Obama was the closest thing we had to that. Now, I will clarify. That was a hypothetical. Right. Uh, Katanji is probably no. the most qualified motherfucker she, she, she's that impeccable. has ever been on or uh, uh, appointed yeah, in the last just, yeah. fucking 50 years. Her resume is stupid impeccable. God damn. Um, Fuck. We about to wrap up the show. Yeah, we had so much fun with y'all. Yeah, Metaverse uh, plans a libertarian city, uh, which contains shops, businesses, NFTs. I don't know if we're ready for this. Like we spoke, me and the good brother yeah. said earlier today. Right. We, um, got, we got to find those clips, though, and resurface them shits again. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm not, Metaver- re- I'm not ready, honestly. I'm really nah, this not Metaverse ready. shit is, go- is about to get crazy. We're going to go more into detail next week about that shit, though. Next week, um, we're going to wrap it up with this final conversation. So Facts. a woman on TikTok breaks down the four appetites that she says her grandfather told her men have. One is a physical appetite, sexual appetite, visual appetite and an emotional appetite. How you felt about that? I felt like she was on point. And as you know, I was listening to her say it. I was like, you know, the one that I know I'm lacking the most is emotional. Mm. Out of all of those, that's that's the one I know I'm lacking the most. Um, and it's been a lot of it's been a lot of relationships that I've had that were long, and I felt like I could not be my most authentic self. 
I felt like I really couldn't be me because that would scare my partner away. So in me, um, consciously and subconsciously, trying to push that part of me down and just keeping that around me when I'm by myself, I feel like I, I couldn't even really be 100% myself with my partner. Yeah, we may have looked happy in photos or whatever or out with our friends, but deep down inside, I was not really operating at my fullest real self with them. Like So, like, even the people I've dated for four years, I don't even feel like, you know, those people, you know, those women actually really got the most out of dating me. Like, I wasn't bringing my most real authentic self to the table. Because I felt like I would be judged if I really was to be this way with you, and let's just be honest. We we about to you know we about to keep it real on the podcast. You know, I had a situation recently too where you know my nail. You know, I, right now I got glitter on my 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 uh, both of my ring fingers, and that was throwing a lot of my women friends off. You know, even some that I've never like been intimate with, even they was like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" And it just made me think, I, I couldn't imagine doing this four or five years ago. The relationship would have been over before I even had a chance to say, what, where are you going, type shit. So, mm. that, that sh- you know, she really had me thinking on that, on some real shit. I was like, wow, I haven't really been operating at my most authentic self. Um, It's funny because me and you are clearly different individuals, but I think it's the same. And that's been something that I've been working on myself is right. in terms of the emotional and the vulnerability side of things. Mm. I, I was speaking with a young lady not too long ago, and she had brought that up. But no, she didn't bring it up, but she brought up a conversation that led me to that. And I told her, I said, honestly, I haven't been open enough. I feel like the last couple of dating scenarios that I've, right. I've had, right. I've never gotten to a space where I felt open enough to be my authentic self. They're either getting like, they're, and I think that's what always has stopped the relationship from blossoming right, in any right, way, right. shape, or form. Yeah. People hit a wall with me yeah. in terms of vulnerability, and they realize they're not getting through that wall, and then they're like, yo, What's I, next? yeah, I got I to gotta leave, because you're not going to give me the side that I know is there, but right. you, like, you're not letting me in. And that yeah. vulnerability, that, that lack of, um, has definitely been a downfall. I think in terms of connecting with women. So I've definitely been working on that aspect of things. They're like, yo, let me be a little bit more vulnerable. Let me be a little bit more direct. Let me say exactly what I want from this situation. And you're just going to take it or leave it. Like, yeah, I want to be with you. Yeah, I want this. Or yeah, I want that. And you just got to take that. The other thing I do think is lacking from what she said, though, is emotional. I mean, intelligence. I need to connect with you on an intelligent right. plane. Like, you need that sapiosexual energy. You need yeah. that. Yeah. Can I get turned on by what you're telling me, what you're teaching me, what you're trying to teach me, what you're trying to expose me to? Because you're trying to elevate me, but doesn't make sense for me. Or is it more so what you think I should do? Because this is what you would do. Um, And finally, that leads us into... King James. Yeah. LeBron James has put up a clip, and basically he poses the question... Well, he he said you got to treat your women right, right. Facts, facts. And that poses the question that I want to bring to you. Um, what is your definition of treating a woman right? Um, besides gifts and 
know, nice words or cards. Treating a woman right, especially in 2022, is whatever you're feeling, bringing it to them first. Mm. That is, to me, what's treating a woman right. Because you are now empowering her to feel grounded in knowing that what you're going through, you're not bringing it to nobody else. That you feel comfortable enough to bring it to her. And even if she doesn't have the right answers, yo, shit, lie to me. Tell me it's going to be okay, but we both know this shit is fucking, this shit is crumbling. Mm. But tell me, I want you to just say it's going to be all right. Or, you know what I mean? There's there's another clip circulating where it's like, yo, sometimes we don't even want y'all to give advice. We just want y'all to listen. I mean, that's what this young lady was also saying in the clip too. Like, yo, like I don't, I don't want to know how you feel about it. I just want you to know how I feel about it, and then you just console me, or you kiss my forehead, or we just lay down, or if I silently cry on you, it's not a problem. I don't mm. have to think the next day it's gonna be a problem. Or if I'm telling you how I feel about work. You're not telling me, well, if you'd have thought about doing it, no, just, yeah, you know what? Fuck them, babe. And then that's that. But, I, yeah, treating a woman right, just empowering her. Um, I think for me it's definitely that. I think it's listening. I think it's communicating. Um, I think it's offering a safe space for her to be herself and subconsciously that is allowing her to invest and delve into her femininity mm-hmm. in terms of whatever that means to her. Amen. Right. Like I, I'm not defining that for her, but I want her to be able to bask in that if that is what makes her feel good. Um, so there's that capacity of it. Um, I think it has a lot to do with security, making them feel safe, making a, a woman feel safe. Um, Spoiling, but that that's not that's not a a, a, a full off definition of treating your woman correctly. I think that's right. a perk of treating your woman correctly. Right. Because when you do spoil, if you're doing it right, you're doing it out of a place of of love and want and desire to do so, mm-hmm. and you're also doing it with the understanding that she is going to appreciate that. When you try to spoil somebody and they either don't appreciate it or you're doing it for other reasons, then that's, it can end up to be toxic. Um, so yeah, I think just, just making a woman feel safe and secure with you, um, is how you treat her properly. Um, but I would like to, of course, hear from the ladies. So, you know what I mean? Drop your comments. Um, what's the tough knot, broski? Tough knot. If you don't know me by now, you will never, Never know. What would dad say? I'm going to keep it motherfucking simple. Love and light, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, we out. Dad has some bow ties. Bye.